0: hello and welcome to the blackout podcast where i get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things and today i have singer writer <laughs> uh yeah just a uh, all round creative person. That's Leanne nice. Hoffman, thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I remember it was years ago. Um I think Aaron Costello had a show but you performed. Yeah. I was like who is this person? Hmm. You know it's like did this big voice come out, this tiny person. I'm like holy shit. So we'll start with your singing. Where did the singing come from? Where
1: did my singing come from? Um I i I sang in secret for a really long time why I don't know. I was nervous to do it in front of people. I still am nervous to do it in front of people, but I think i yeah i was i liked I liked songs I really liked music, but i didn't I didn't really do it out in front of people for a long time. Mm. Um, but in high school I started to sing my music high school music program was really great, and the people that were part of it and the people running it were really. Supportive and lovely, and um, I started singing a little bit in high school with friends too. And um, but I didn't really start singing, 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 mm-hmm. or writing songs or anything like that until I moved out here. I guess in two thousand and nine. I don't know. What, what, what don't was know. the what was the
0: catalyst for you to start writing your own songs?
1: Um. Oh. That's a good question. Have you asked me that before? <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know. Actually, that's a really good question. I love words. I've always really loved words, and I've always written. Like even before high school, I I, I think I've always been fascinated by words. I like language. I like. Um, I really like artistic language and poetry, and um, my mom owned a bookstore when i was a kid and i loved reading and then music is like taking the thing i love about words and then putting them to sound and then it makes people feel so many things and i think i just i really wanted to make people feel the way that music makes me feel like sometimes you have something you want to say have you ever like heard a song or read something and you want to show someone you love and you want them to care about you need it to the same check way this out. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they just sometimes they just no one will feel the same way <laughs> I hate when that happens yeah. but I want to do that uh, I think I think that's what makes me want to make stuff
0: So what what type of songs did you start writing bad ones
1: <laughs> What do you mean bad ones They were ones? really bad like I hope I I hope so deeply that the first songs I ever wrote are have long left people's brains and are never never see the modern light of day.
0: <laughs> Wait, like you never released any of them? No, or?
1: like I was playing them like when two people around me when I when I first wrote them. Um, but now what they, is bad about them though? Oh, they're just th- cringe. Don't you, know, you know when you read back like a journal entry? Okay, okay, how about like, I this can't word. believe I felt that way? Don't, don't
0: sing the song, but no, no. Like, can you <laughs> no. share one or two lines from this cringe period?
1: Um. Oh. Um. Oh, I wish I had thought about this before. I would. I would. Oh man, no! I give me. Let's come. Okay, we'll try I'll and come remember back. It. I'll come back. I know to that it. I could. I know the f- friend I would call that would remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I. I. <laughs> let's come back to that. Okay. Cool. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. At what point did you think start thinking that? Wait, when you were writing uh, those songs then, did you think they were bad then, or you're just thinking they are bad now?
1: <laughs> um, I knew they weren't great. Oh, okay. But I was trying, and and I knew, I think I knew that it would take a long time, so, at what so point, I to start.
0: At what point did you think,
1: oh, okay, this is not too bad? Um, actually, I can name the first song that I wrote, that I put on an album, that that I could say out loud. This is a good song. I like this song. And what song is it? It was called If I Leave Town. And it's on my first album, which is called What Remains. And it's not that all the other songs I wrote before that I thought were bad, but it was the first song that, and still to this very day, I like playing it. I like singing it. It feels true. It feels genuine to what I, w- it was exactly what I wanted to say. And I think that that doesn't always happen you don't always say exactly what you're trying to say. Sometimes you get close. And then once in a while you say the, the right, the thing that you actually mean, and it's like so satisfying. Mm. Um, but bef- And then that song kind of made me realize, oh, this is what I, I want to be saying what I mean all the time. Mm. Like I don't want it just to sound pretty. I want it to like m- means the thing that I'm saying.
0: What were you trying to get people to feel with that song?
1: That song was kind of like a break, I mean, a breakup song. But the feeling of like w- when you've left a relationship and you spend all this time imagining what they're doing or what they're thinking about or how they're picturing you and um, just wondering if you disappeared, they w- they wouldn't even know because you're so disconnected now. You went from being together all the time to now you literally do not know where each other are at any time. Mm. That feeling of just like, oh, this person that was everything to me is now truly nothing.
0: Truly mm. nothing. Like,
1: they don't have a space in your life at all. And that's sad.
0: <laughs> okay, why is it that heartbreak or breakup songs are always the good songs?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Why do you think?
0: I don't know. It's like, I mean, <laughs> is that is that all the feeling? You're just pouring it into this song. and Because all, all the... I'm leaving you, we are done. It's yeah. really, really nice,
1: yeah, and I wonder if it's because it's like such a quick access to those feelings. Oh. everyone's experienced it it's it we've all been there, and it's mm. so it's so easy to imagine feeling that way,
0: okay, okay, I don't know so so I'm you you sure. have all these songs you've been writing and stuff at what point you like, hey, I'm gonna make an album
1: um well I went I was I was at NSCC um, after I was at Dow for a totally different thing that had nothing to do with art at all. And I met Erin Costello, who eventually would produce my first, well, all of my albums (laughs) so far. Um, But the first one, I was in a duo, and um, she produced that record. Um, But before that, I was singing with her like as a backup singer, and I loved it. It was great. and then I kind of started realizing that I I wanted to do my own stuff. Well, how did you get to that realization? Um, probably like resentment about of everyone around me that was doing what they wanted to do. Oh, right, right, and right, I, right, right. Not resentment for the people that gave me opportunities because mm. you know traveling and all the bands that I got to sing with or play with. I lo- like I think so fondly of all of those memories and you know, it was, ne- it was amazing. But then at, at some point you just start to like have ideas and you have nowhere to put them because there's no use for your original ideas in someone else's original project.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't use that here. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good idea, yeah, but. Yeah, idea, not for us. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of just started writing my own songs and mm-hmm. I thought, well, I could do that too, maybe. Mm. Or at least try. Um, and then, yeah, Erin has been like the major, I would say, through line in all my projects and has been really supportive and also is like extremely talented and smart and uh, is like a really big motivator um, in my career just because she was one of the first people that I met that I was like, oh, you're doing this thing that I want to do. Mm. Like, so many aspects of your life and your career are things I really aspire to. Mm. Um, so I would say that's kind of how it started, was just, it's nice to see someone in a position where you can imagine yourself
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that
1: position. Wow.
0: Um, okay, let's talk about the process itself. I mean, you've done this for years and years now. Do you yeah. have a process when it comes to, okay, I'm going to work on a song, I'm going to work on a record or whatever. Right. Do you have... A,
1: Thing you do? Um I wish that I could say yeah. And I guess in some ways I do have intention behind it. Whereas I would say years ago, even with my first album, it was it all felt a little bit accidental. Like it was out of my control. And I think people sometimes I think there's like a I don't know if the right word is taboo for that I actually and now I'm like maybe I don't know language that well but I feel like there's this thing around art where it's like you just have to wait for it to come but <laughs> I and I used to feel that way and I'm like oh I don't I don't have any ideas today so I guess today is not an idea day <laughs> and now I'm much more like regimented about yeah. like if I want to have an album I have to sit yeah. down every day and write songs and sometimes the songs are going to be bad and sometimes they're going to be good. And then at the end of the whatever month period, or, you know, if you have to write a song every day for a week, then at the end of the week, you have seven songs. And that's how you get better. And I think for a long time, I just kind of thought, however good I am is however good I'll always be. And now I think about it way more as like a thing that is a practice.
0: It's like you're going to work out.
1: You yeah, know? You start same. out
0: with... I can't lift five pounds and then six yeah. years later you're like squatting really heavy things. It's just yeah. the way it is. I, and I think that's what differentiates. I don't want to, like, I'm using amateur and professional here just, you know, by the side. But sure, yeah. I think that's what separates the two. Because the amateur yeah. is like, oh, fuck, you know. I'm not inspired today. But the professional understands that. It's not going to show up. You have to sit down, or, yes. you know, whatever it is you do or get on the piano and or and you do your thing and as you do it it's like your your body gets into that zone like you're not gonna
1: get there without doing the thing so no it's in the same exactly the same as what you said with like working out So most of the time i don't want to go to the gym but once i'm there Mm -hmm. you never regret it and i feel that same way about making stuff any kind of thing songs art whatever you maybe resist starting, but you you never regret it yeah. because it's something happens.
0: There's a, there's a book I'm gonna kill the title. <laughs> I don't know if it's War, War of Art or something, but he the the, the guy his name Stephen Pressfield. He literally calls it the resistance. It's stopping you from doing the thing, yeah. and the only way to kill the resistance is to literally do the thing. Yeah. So if you're a writer, like. <laughs> I have this you know when people are old they don't filter <laughs> anything anymore they just so so it's like oh what do you want to be a writer or whatever and yeah. she's like so what have you written and you're like I don't know so, so you're not a writer right and it's like it makes sense if you're that thing you have to do that thing if you're like I'm laying yeah. off man I'm a singer are you writing songs are you singing songs Right. So,
1: yeah yeah that yeah that's That's tough because I think there's a lot of fraudulent feelings that come with being an artist where you're like, well, I'm not doing, like, (laughs) especially when you do multiple things, like I talk to my friends about this, my other artist friends about this a lot where it's like, oh, I'm technically a songwriter, but it's, you know, it's been however many days and right now I'm just taking pictures or like I'm making videos or I'm making visual art and that has nothing to do with songs, so I guess... I'm not a songwriter right now. So I think that that's like a hard thing to...
0: I think with someone like you, that you write and you do videos and you do all these things, like, I think that's actually a cheat code. Mm. Cause you know, it's like, I'm writing, I'm like, I'm not feeling it now, but I can carry this thing, but it's still part of what I'm doing. So it's yeah. like, everything you are doing is supporting everything you are doing. Talking of that, about that, let's talk about your book. Okay. Text collector, is what it's called? Yeah,
1: same as the album. Yeah. 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 Um, the book came, I guess, technically before the album. I wrote a poem every day for a year. and <laughs>
0: Which is crazy. but It is
1: crazy. Cool. It's crazy. Um, and then I took those poems and made them into the songs that are on the album. So they're related in that way. Um, and I was. I was... I didn't know that that was what I was going to do with the poems, but I kind of just thought, oh, I just put a year of work into this and I should use it in some way. Um, I did post every day. I posted one on this Instagram account, which was called The Text Collector. Mm. But, like, you know, it was not a lot of people were following it, which is totally fine. And honestly, I'm thankful now because, once again, I look back and I'm like, at least 50% of those poems had to be, not great because it's so hard to write a poem every day. Um, But yeah, and then I took those and um, was able to kind of make them into songs, into Mm -hmm. pop songs, which is cool because I feel like that we don't often think about those two things crossing over like poetry. I think for the most part, people have this really specific image of what poetry is and it's like boring and confusing (laughs) and like old you know, and like Shakespearean or like sounds weird. Yeah. But that's not, that's not been my experience with writing or reading poetry. And I think there is a lot of crossover.
0: No, I mean, a song is literally a poem with music on it. Yeah, can be for sure. um, Why did you call it the text collector though?
1: Well, again, I think just because it came from that, the uh, Instagram account, originally before I started posting poems, all I was gonna do with that account was post text messages that I liked, that I had oh. received. And so initially I like took that name for the Instagram account because I thought, I don't want anyone else to have it <laughs> and I might use it and then I never did. And then when I started writing these poems, I thought I might as well mm. put them there because I have it. And then when I was trying to think of a name for the album, my friend, Katie Tower, who actually designed the artwork for the album, was like you why don't I don't understand why you would call it anything other than <laughs> the name of the thing. Mm. And yeah, she was right. So who's that? Okay,
0: so let's talk about when it's time to play on stage. Okay, so you just had an amazing performance at uh music week. Yeah. You know it's the thing is happening, you know, you have a series of shows coming. How do you prepare for it till you get to stage?
1: <clears throat> um oh right, like you mean in all the ways, mm. yeah. Um, I try really hard to stay healthy physically <laughs> because stress. I get really stressed, and I and the stress then makes me sick often. And I've been I've done a way better job at that in the in the past like few shows and in, in general in the past year I would say. Mm. Um, so I try and sleep when I'm tired <laughs> and eat. Things that are going to make me feel good and, um, yeah, just rest. Like, I try to stay calm because I'm not calm ever, really. (laughs) Um, And shows make me really anxious. So my biggest thing is, yeah, trying to stay calm. What about the main changes about shows? Um... Yeah, you and my therapist would love to know. (laughs) We would love that. I would love to know also. There's so many things. I mean, I think it's unnatural to be, to do it. I think that it's like a, not a natural state for any human to like go in front of people and say, here's this little thing I wrote (laughs) about my life. Can I sing it for you? And I'll move around while I do it. And it's weird when you think about it. But I think I just really have high standards, as probably all most artists do. And you want it to go well. And so many things can go not well. Mm. And it's just vulnerable. But um, aside from that, I think my body, like sometimes my brain is doing something that my my body picks up on and I'm not even aware of it. Like, Mm. you know, sometimes I have physical anxiety before show, but I'm excited. I'm not, I'm not nervous as much as i'm like excited and my body Mm. takes it as something something else yeah Yeah. so yeah i think there's just a lot of components to it and you want it to go well so sleeping or you know resting helps resting eating good stuff trying to exercise trying to like vocalize every day so i'm not just doing the hard thing on the day of right you know like making it feel like Normal, because I've been doing that every day, like rehearsing mm. a lot and being super prepared so nothing new happens on the day of. I think that's important to me, at least. I'm sure everyone has a bunch of different stuff that they do, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's in the preparation. So nothing surprises you.
0: And then how do you calm down?
1: The show is done. Yeah, but... how do I come down? Honestly, I always find it to be a little bit depressing after a show ends.
0: You, you just want it to keep going, or?
1: I don't know what I want, but I, all the serotonin leaves your brain. Right. And everyone's like, great job. And, and then they go home. <laughs> and then you go home. And you eat your, like, leftover <laughs> food and you go to bed.
0: But you get to do it again, though. I this know. is literally your life. How do you feel now kind of doing that thing you've always wanted to do?
1: Well, I mean, good overall. Yes, overall, it's so cool to get to make stuff. And I love that. I love that I get to like, I love that mostly that people have been really like receptive of all the different stuff that I'm like interested in. Mm. And I think Nova Scotia is really special for that. I think there's like a lot of creative people that, make stuff and take stuff. And it's like this nice environment, um, where you can like change and people are like, cool. I think that's great. I do, I do sometimes wonder if I would feel different, you know, if I had something more structured, cause sometimes making, like making your own path or imagining what your life's going to be like is Scary.
0: Right. Versus show up here, do this and do that. Yeah,
1: do this nine to five job. Right. With something hopefully that you're like interested in, but sometimes not. (laughs) You're like, oh fuck, I have to do this again today. (laughs) Yeah. I would fear that feeling. But I think overall it feels really good. And and it's nice to think like if ten or fifteen years ago would I be proud of myself now and i think i for sure would be i'd be mm. like i i'd think i'm so cool <laughs> you know um and i didn't always think i was cool i mean sometimes i still don't think i'm cool but like uh, yeah, you know what i cool. mean you yeah. like look back on your life and you're like wow that's cool
0: <laughs> you did that I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about cool yeah. stuff your videos your videos are really really cool Thanks. what is uh what goes into making a Leanne offman video
1: Um, ideas, I guess. Often, I mean, someone that knows what they're doing, because I'm not that person yet. (laughs) I have ideas, but I don't always, I'm not, I don't have an education in, like, film, creating videos, directing, anything like that. I just, I like, I have ideas. And it usually it involves finding people that are close to me in some way, so I trust them, and they... Will allow me to be involved enough that I, it's part of me, but not so much that I ruin it mm. because if you're learning a new thing, you have to surround yourself with people that already know what they're doing, otherwise it's just it's a disaster nice. yeah yeah, so that's been a big part of it is having people that are really talented at their jobs, allowing me to like help like be a part of it instead of just give Passing it off to someone.
0: Thank you. You do it. Yeah. So I'm guessing most of the videos, someone that do you see yourself ever directing? Like, yo. Your...
1: I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that, and I think about it all the time. <laughs> uh, and I, again, I have lots of ideas of what I would do, but I just, I, it's finding the right people that would like give up that part and let someone that's never done it before do it because it costs money and time, and people like, you know, deserve to be compensated for their time and their, yeah. and their energy. So yeah, it's, it's great to have funding when, and I don't have, I don't have like a pool of money right now. That
0: is the thing. Talking about funding, yeah. what, what, what you like, you know, I'm you not know, originally from Canada and then I moved to Canada and they were like, oh, you know, you create out whatever, there's this pool of money you can apply to. I was like, what? well, you know, my mind was blown. Right. But then you realize that there are all these creative people that are all going for this one pool. Yeah. Like, how how what was your thoughts on Grant and navigating the whole grant thing?
1: Yeah, I I mean, I agree with that. I think, like... It's really great and special and awesome that there's funding. And then at the same time, obviously, there's so much stuff being made. And so it's hard to get the funding. And I think that there's... I I mean, I want to preface this by saying that every dollar I've ever received has been deeply appreciated. Like, I I wouldn't be able to do any of the stuff I've done without funding. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been really lucky and I've worked hard to to like access the funding that I can, but you don't always, even people, tons of people that work hard don't get it. Like it's really hard to get funding, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially for, this is what I was gonna say, especially for like middle projects. Like I think there's a lot of access to the beginning of your career. Like if someone's like, you wanna make a demo of three songs, Mm -hmm. we'll give you a couple thousand dollars. And you're like, that's amazing because I've literally never recorded a song before. This is gonna start my career. There's a lot of that. And then there's a lot of stuff like at the level where people that are so big that you're like, you need funding still? (laughs) Yeah. They are competing for it. So there's absolutely no way I'm going to get stuff like that. And then the middle Mm. feels really challenging because that's where everyone else is. We're all just in this middle competing for the same you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars split amongst the entire country mm. or whatever, province. And I think that that's where careers need the most money is in the middle to like push, I think. I mean, I don't know. Someone's going to be listening to this being like, she doesn't know anything. <laughs> no,
0: but I, I, I do I feel you. that way. Yeah. It feels
1: like, you know, in this middle point and I. some people would still call me emerging, which I guess I am still being birthed as an artist, but like, I'm not brand new and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm nowhere near famous or even in the province, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's so much room to grow, but it requires a lot of money, Mm. so much money just to make stuff that's like at the quality Mm. or, and then people say, do it yourself. And it's like, great, teach me how. How do you do that? You need money. Mm. You need money to access either other people that deserve money to teach you or online courses, or academic stuff, like, it's expensive to get better at stuff.
0: It just is. And, you know, people are like, even if you go on YouTube or whatever, you know, you still kind of need money to do the thing though, so. Yeah, for
1: sure. Even if you have the knowledge, you still are probably gonna have to, you know, maybe buy the iPhone that you make the video off if you don't have the best phone that you have, or, buy the thing that you're gonna prop it up on or get people to come be extras in your the video or mm-hmm. even visual art, like buying the, the stuff to make the thing. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's expensive to build a frame. It's expensive to like, and sometimes to display that stuff costs money. To compete in contests costs money. To have your art shown costs money. To apply to showcases Cause costs money, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah and like, <laughs> That's fair because again, if you follow the way up the organizations mm-hmm. are working really hard but mm-hmm. it all I'm saying is not <laughs> middle it, that middle ground is really like expensive mm. to be in and if you want to keep pushing your career to the next level you it's like a slow expensive burn. Mm. that's how I am uh, that's how I feel right now
0: like how do you keep going though you know when you like have all these obstacles
1: and stuff? Um I mean I think that it's I think that it's important to have moments where you feel really good about something on the inside just for you but also I think it is important when you sh- to share stuff <laughs> so you get external validation. Mm-hmm. I do think that's important. When people are like you should be making it for you, that's true and it comes from there. But once in a while, and I mean, like, you just give me a nice, tell me a nice thing, like every three months. And I have like a little, it fills my cup a little bit. Mm. Or I don't know, like, and that's not the only thing. I think part of continuing to, to go again is financial stuff, like having side jobs. Or in my case, there's been multiple times where I'm like, oh, I can't pay my own rent. And I have an extremely helpful and support a family that loves me and thinks that art's really important so they're like i i feel like you know as long as as i think <laughs> as long as i'm working hard and i'm like taking care of myself and doing yeah. what i can if i ever you know fuck up or something happens i i have people that would look out for me mm. so that i think you have to like invite people into your corner and ask for help and and then also you gotta like enjoy mm-hmm. the thing do stuff and that's why i switch through medium so often because if music is making me feel like shit, then i'll go do something that doesn't make me feel like shit. Mm. i like made a little really terrible animation the other day about creativity because i was just so bored of the thing i was supposed to be doing and then i posted it on instagram and so many people were like this is so relatable and i love it and that's great and now my cup feels full to, like, go do a different thing. Mm. So I think finding, like you said, that they all link together, and if you're a person that makes stuff and you're tired of the thing you're making or you're feeling burnt out or you don't want to keep going, there's probably something else that would, you know, fill that up.
0: No, that's true. I think. That's true, I agree. And something you mentioned, um, I mean, apart from loving the thing you're doing or doing because you love it you mentioned earlier about your therapist That I'm yeah. like another thing that uh, <laughs> yeah. also comes especially in your captions mental health yeah. why is mental health important to you?
1: well I have in my like early 20s I had shitty mental health like I was extremely unwell mentally and I think people that are really close to me can <laughs> would attest to that like it was a huge like hurdle in my life i think i spent most of my 20s trying to get well and so i think and a lot of those things i look back on now that i'm in a, a better mental health space and i've like received the help and the care that i need it's so prevalent like we all deal we like are low-key all dealing with mental health stuff and it's upsetting how how like it's not a dress it's not a dress like mm. something like if you were walking around like bleeding a little bit all the time from your skin, someone would be like, are you okay? Mm. like it's not that seems like it might get infected or like that's gonna be a problem. Do you know what, mm. it is the same to me to, to me it's the same and I think that we all you know we all have different issues and and we're we can all, empathize with each other if we try, Mm -hmm. because everyone has, most people have gone through something and for making stuff, again, I think we're already a little bit susceptible to emotional stuff. Right, 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 right. And I don't feel like I would be here, I mean, at all, but also be here making stuff Mm. if it wasn't for mental health support. (laughs) You and know, it's so hard to access
0: it, you know. That is wow, you're just dropping bombs. Today. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 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 kind of funny all at the same time because, um, Andre 3000 from our cast just came out with a new weird album, mm. um, and he's kind of promoting it. But he there was this podcast I was listening and he was talking about. Him having anxiety, like Andre three thousand having anxiety to go on stage and stuff, and um, he his therapist was like, "Well, the thing that is making you create the art is this thing you're also afraid of. So you oh, just have to find a way to navigate that, hmm. you know." And I'm like, "Oh, oh fuck, okay." Because sometimes hmm. I'm like, "I'm just not gonna do that, or I'm just not gonna face that because of how it makes me feel." But when I do it, I feel good. <laughs>
1: Oh man, that's so like round and roundy. Cause <laughs> yeah, that's that's really hard. And I think that's true with most creative people. Is the mm. thing that's allowing you to make art mm. and make vulnerable art mm. is also the thing that opens you up to like hurt and like deep sorrow. Mm. You know, it's a it's like it's uh, kind of the thing that's allowing you to do it is also the thing that's, like, bringing you down. Yeah. And so I, I do feel like, I mean, everyone should have access to mental health support, but I, I really think that... And I do think it's changing, but I think the arts industries, you know, it's smart to be aware of that. You know, if we're singing and we're playing or we're making stuff and it's about our feelings and you can, you're can you relating because it's sad, it's like, well, we're probably sad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's hard... It's hard to be alive in general. And I think that if you're opening yourself up to that and sharing it with other people, like an audience, it, it's a little bit harder too. Mm. Like you're already kind of. The wound is. I know like, hey, open. come see. Come yeah, see. come see me bleeding a little bit <laughs> all the time.
0: Okay, that's harsh.
1: <laughs> well, but you know what I mean? The metaphor right, right, is right, like right, maybe right. a little bit. No, maybe but it, it's not the it, best but it metaphor, is true but though.
0: But it, it, it is true way. because. Especially, like, with the songs you write. The songs you write, it's, like, personal, and they're so raw. Right. And then sometimes when you're performing, you're like, holy shit, okay. Either I'm feeling this now, or at least when I was writing that, that's how right. I was feeling, you know? Yeah. Um. So let's talk about, I guess, bringing it all together. You do all these things to take care of yourself, and you're creating this art that you're doing. What are some things you have planned coming up?
1: Um, Well, I'm gonna keep playing out this release um, so that I don't, you never really know how long it's gonna last, but I'm gonna keep going until it feels like people are tired of it. (laughs) Um, And I am trying to write more with other people. Um, I just recently signed a publishing deal so i'm hoping to do more co-writing with other artists and help make songs for people that aren't me because um, i really like doing that mm. um so i'll be doing a lot of that i'm already writing more stuff for myself so i know that there's more songs coming but um i think right now i'm just focusing on this record this album and the book and all of the things that are come in with that. Mm. Um, more shows, and that's kind of, that's as far as I'm going in my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> so publishing cool, is
0: cool, but for the people that are watching or listening, can you break down what it what what publishing is? Well,
1: publishing? in this case, publishing deal is, it's kind of like someone who's representing your writing. Mm. So, you know, I'll, I guess, I mean, I'm also, Erin Costello has a label, and I'm on her label, so that label represents sort of the, songs or the artist and then a publisher is the person kind of representing you as a writer so they try and get your songs the songs you're writing to people that could maybe put it on television or to get it to other artists that they might want to use the songs that you have that I haven't recorded um or you get to write with other artists that are looking for songs for their albums Mm -hmm. and then um so it kind of it's someone that's like pushing you as a as a writer, not not as like an artist, but as someone that writes songs. Wow. Yeah.
0: I knew I was gonna have so much fun chatting with you, and this has been great. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna let you great. go with this question okay. though. What do you love about singing?
1: Oh um what do I love about singing? I mean when it's when you're in in it, when you're in the thing you're singing and you feel it in your body, and you can like hear it in the space, it feels like a release. Like it's like a, when it's good, it's really good. And I don't mean when it sounds good, I mean like when it feels good, it's like, like a, there's like a healing property mm-hmm. to making sound with your own body. I think it's like the coolest instrument and it feels, yeah, like a physical, you're doing a physical thing and it's yeah, it's it's like a a type of meditation almost when you're in it. When you're not, you know, it's scary and nerve-wracking, but when you can just kind of be in your own voice, even just being alone and singing is like one of the best things, I think.
0: Wow. Leanne, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for
1: having me. It's been great.